Welcome to Mad Cow Talks Politics with your host, the Honorable Bovine. That's me. The only podcast you'll probably hear recorded as I commute from work to home and back again on an almost daily basis. I rant and rave about politics and social issues from a central standpoint from just a regular old working Joe. Hang out after these messages. We'll get into it. Whoop. Good morning. So this morning at 1.53 in the morning, <laughs> I want to talk about this uh, ministry of uh, truth that uh, Biden wants to put out. I don't even remember the actual name for it. That's just the name that's floating around Twitter so damn much. There are people that are freaking out a lot harder about it than they really should. And the reason being is but my private companies but my private business this is the reason they're, 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 that you shouldn't be worrying about it there's so many laws that protect what a private business can and cannot do on their own, uh, on their own platform especially when it comes to 230 if they were going to reform 230 at all they would need both or, con- or Congress or the House and the Senate to do so we're like what, four months away from probably the Democrats losing both? So I don't think they're going to do it very well. If they do, they'd reform it in a way that would benefit Republicans as well. I don't think anybody, any Republican would sign off on the bill on a bill like that that, that would uh, not benefit them too. Because honestly, realistically, the whole disinformation thing all that is for, all that is for is so that, like, the only thing I see it for being for is, like, another Biden laptop situation. Because, like, when that story came out, all the social media companies basically blocked it from getting out to the public. And they just called it, you know. And if it did get out there, they were just like, oh, it's just, it's just from the Trump campaign. They fabricated it. It's a lie. And now it's like, now it's actually being investigated months later, well, over a year later, go figure. But, you know, that's the, some would say, there's a, there's, there was a poll done a while ago that, that people were saying that if they would have known about that, they probably wouldn't have voted for Biden. But that's all the people on the fence. And I don't think that would have been, would have been enough to swing the difference, you know. But all the same... It's important information that people need to know, you know? It's like, if somebody's a corrupt motherfucker, I'd want to know that I'd be voting for a corrupt motherfucker if I was going to vote for a corrupt motherfucker, you know? It's like, that's the one, that was the one great thing about people like Trump. Like, I wish, I almost wish somebody else from the business or from the entertainment world that knew a lot about, that knew a lot about uh, politics would actually jump in for 2024 because Trump's been the first one in our lifetimes, really. I mean, well, I can't say that. Well, wasn't Reagan an actor before he did? I'm pretty sure he was. But still, I can't even say Reagan's my lifetime because I don't even remember. Like, like the first president I remember when I was, you know, going through puberty was uh, Clinton. And, uh, 
shit back then that man was my hero anyway I did not have sexual relations with that woman hmm that spawned a billion different jokes a billion different jokes especially the one about hey you know what I don't consider it head sex neither does my president so fuck it it was just funny no but I think people are people are getting people are getting too wound up over it yes there is a way that it could get bad but at the same time you have a six to three majority in the Supreme Court that's not going to, that all you have to do is, all a private business would have to do, and I know Musk would do it, if the government tried to crack down on him and say, hey, you're going to censor this shit, he would be like, uh, fuck you, and <laughs> he would go, he would go to the Supreme Court straight away and tell them that they're trying to, you know, force him to, how, how to, how to use his company. Not to mention the fact, I mean, Jesus, didn't Twitter and Facebook and everybody else testify in front of Congress that they weren't using algorithms to suppress right-wing opinions? You know, wasn't that a thing? I'm pretty sure that was a thing. I mean, people people don't realize exactly how much influence uh, social media and and society in general has on on itself, you know, if you only let a, let a certain amount of a certain type of opinions out to the ether, as people get older, those opinions are the only opinions that they're gonna that is just gonna seep into their psyche. You know, I mean, I said this a few episodes ago. You know, it's about the it's the same thing as uh, feminism, right? It's like feminism for years, feminism for years just slowly but surely seeped into the psyche of, of kids of saying, hey, you know, of young girls saying, hey, you can do whatever you want to. And this this was through music. This was through TV. This was through entertainment. You know, every even news story, there was news stories put up, you know, like segments of news broadcasts where they would highlight the young woman achiever of the week type of thing in a school or, or a, a high school or college sports or something like that, you know. I mean, it was all over the place. It's still all over the place. Not, not in the positive way, I guess. It's kind of turning a little toxic nowadays. But, you know, back in the day, it was all positive. And that societal unification, a push of positivity toward, hey, women, go out there and get it. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps and go to work because you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. That created a whole generation and a half of women that, you know are making it, and are doing great, and are out out there, you know, making money, and making money, shattering glass ceilings, all the crap that you want to talk about, but, and and it's great for them now, the reason it's becoming toxic is because now you have, it's like the whole Captain Marvel thing, oh, she's like, I shattered glass ceiling, okay, because I was the a female superhero. I'm like, what was Black Widow? You know, what was Wonder Woman? You know, what was, what, let's go farther back. Uh, Sigourney Weaver and Aliens. You know, these were, I mean, shit. Uh, Janeway and Voyager. Uh, 
these are all women that were strong and, and beat fucking ass and knew what the fuck they wanted, you know, and they were people for women to look up to. And you didn't shatter a glass ceiling, you just hit the same ceiling that everybody else did, you know. So many women did it before you, you know. Oh, my, her movie made a billion dollars. Her, made, her movie made a billion dollars because she was, it was in the fucking MCU. It's like straight up. There ain't that many movies in the MCU that didn't, that are big ticket that didn't make a billion dollars. Especially when it comes to stuff like that. When it comes to stuff like that. You had uh, Black Panther. Black Panther, well, Black Panther was legitimately a good fucking movie. Like, holy shit, that movie was good. But, still, all the same, that made fucking money hand over fist. It's just if you, if you bring these comic book characters and these stories that, that, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if there's a minority a part of it or not. It's just if you bring these characters to light, you know, and you let, let them breathe instead of co-opting an, another character and just injecting your identity into it, you know, people respond really fucking well, obviously, you know, I mean, there's so many different type, types of characters in the Marvel comic books that, you know, you could, you come up with stories for fucking decades, which pretty much has happened, you know, like, and they could all be different, they could all be different color, different size, shape, whatever, gender, race, whatever, they'd be all different, and they could make a lot of money. stop co-opting the other ones. I'm going off onto a tangent. Let's get back to the Ministry of Truth for a second. Honestly, the only thing that I see them doing, um, honestly, the only thing I see them doing is, like, for maybe, like, say, like, putting regulations up that they'll fine people if they don't put little, say, like, you know, if someone makes a post about COVID-19, they'd have to have one of those little disclaimer links underneath it, like all the YouTube videos had, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's interesting because like I get what the right is saying about how horrible it could get. And here's the thing, right? And this is a discussion I was having with one of my lefty friends the other day. I was like, you remember like four years ago when I was complaining about how bad things were gonna get, and you were like, nah, it's not gonna get that bad. I'm like you can't see the future very well, can you? And now we're exactly where I said we we're going to be. He's like, yeah, but I don't think it'll get much worse. I'm like, well, I don't know how you have any much optimism, bro, but, you know, it depend. It all depends on, on the decisions that they make going forward. Like, if they, if whatever happens, if some crazy shit happens, all right, like, every analyst, every pollster, everybody and their brother, even people on the left that are that are commentators online and even newscasters are saying and journalists are saying that Democrats are fucked for 2022. They're going to lose the House and the Senate. There's no way they don't. Like, bottom fucking line, there's no way that they, they don't lose those two. There's been too much... The, the same voter block that got that one Biden the presidency is going to lose him, lose him the House and the Senate. You know, because they started fucking around with kids. You know, and between the education and the 
the uh, transitioning shit. They start fucking around with kids. Mothers at home don't like that, especially the especially the uh, middle class mothers. They do not like that. You leave my fucking kids alone. So, if something crazy happens and somehow they ended up getting a stronger um, a stronger presence in the House and the Senate, along with keeping the presidency for two more years. Then I might be a little bit worried, but that's only because then they'd have the then they'd have a supermajority to be able to amend the Constitution itself. If they had, because realistically, the two thirty rule, rule laws and rules only helped save for the um, it had nothing to do with the Constitution, and in the Constitution is a fallback because basically what happened is the, the private businesses are treated as individuals. So a whole business, even if it's comprised of a million employees, it still counts as one person. Like, all the individuals also count as people too, don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying as far as how they're treated in the courts <coughs> and whatnot, they have their own rights as individual companies. So they would have to strip all those down They'd have to amend the Constitution, and then they'd have to figure out how the hell to get to loop it around the Supreme Court. The only other way they'd be able to do it is if they got the majority again and something happened to, what, three of the, two of the justices on the Supreme Court? Uh... And then they could elect two uh, Democratic ones, and then... At that point, all all the federal is just in democratic. Then, then I'd be worried. But until then, I'm not really worried. There's so many laws and rules that they'd have to go around, amend, break, or whatever. And even if they did, the Supreme Court's the fallback. So, and we already know Elon Musk isn't afraid of, afraid of a little bit of a public fight. So, his whole comment to AOC like stop hitting on me I'm really shy (laughs) for those of you that don't know and this was fucking hilarious for those of you that don't know so AOC uh, Cortez I can't ever remember her full fucking name my tongue twister uh, lefty politician she takes and tweets out a very like vague post about being so pissed off about uh, rich billionaires you know playing or causing hate crimes because they're playing with big tech platforms and Elon just replies to her almost immediately stop hitting on me I'm really shy and supposedly she replied I was talking about Zuckerberg but okay but then she deleted that it was like um, dude you're not gonna outwit must, sorry, uh, that ain't gonna work, but Musk was literally showing people, it's like, dude, you wanna win this shit on this, on this platform, um, just troll people, because, uh, the people on the left take everything so seriously, and they're a lot, and, and are so angry all the time about everything, all you have to do is troll them, maybe you troll them, keep a smile on your face, and just, fuck with them, don't even have to be disrespectful, just, just poke at them, 
you know, they'll fucking, this is the side, the far lefties of the side, that say, they say words are violence, and they get freaked out when people say mean things to them, you know, the right is the side that's just like, bring it on, bitch, sticks and stones will hurt my bones, but words will never hurt me, like, the only thing that was protecting them before was the shadow banning and everything on Twitter, now it's not protecting them anymore, so they kind of fucked, but getting back to what I was starting to touch on earlier, I don't think Joe Rogan would ever run for president, it would be really awkward because he would, he would probably get a lot of Republican votes, a shit ton of Republican votes, Republicans would vote for him, but at the same time, he's also a liberal, he's a Democrat, so... I don't know, maybe maybe he's turning more into a libertarian these days, but still, most of his views are on the left, so I don't know. Maybe that he might be a good choice for it, but like he always says, he's a fucking idiot. He doesn't know anything. My whole thing is, is that Politicians, especially ones that have been there forever, are groomed for the indoctrination of what they're doing. You know, uh, they know full well they're getting into something that's, you know, going to set their family up for money for generations as long as they toe the line and uh, uh, do what they're told for the most part. Now, obviously, that's big conspiracy theory land, but it's like. If nobody else brought that kind of shit to light, it was the fact that Trump got in there and wrestled shit up so much. The fact they wanted him gone so fucking bad. I mean, people used to praise this guy. Like, literally, like, before he started running for office, like, everybody on the left loved him. Everybody on on the Democratic side loved him because he was a liberal. And he's, technically speaking, was still a liberal. He just ran in the Republican Party because he's like, if, if... you know, the Democrats won't take me because I want Hillary so bad, I'll run as a Republican, I don't care. He didn't care what side he ran on. That was the funny bit. So, and when he got in there, and when he got into office, the funny part was was that, the funny part was that he wasn't doing what the, I guess, the people higher up wanted him to do like I said very conspiratorial but think about it it's like he wasn't trying to start any wars he wasn't try- he was trying to make peace wherever he could um, yeah sure that was fucking up th- some things for people here and there but people weren't dying you know a couple weeks after Biden gets into office he's already bombing other countries you know it's like there's always got to be a war going on, whether it, and this is, you know, you know, this is universal. I don't care if it's a Democrat or Republican in there. There's always got to be a war going on for the past like 30 years of our existence. Okay, as long as I can remember, there's always had to be a war going on. Now, most of this, I think, is just to distract the American people, so they try to keep on electing the same people over and over again, or they don't, they don't pay attention to the to what's really important in politics. They, they pay attention to what's going on in the war. But, you know, it's also the military-industrial complex. I mean, how much money, how much, how many billions of dollars do, you know, 
weapons manufacturers make every fucking year. You know, it's ridiculous. And, you know, they don't make that much money when there's no wars to be fought. You know? So... But Trump was like four years of not having that at all. And it's like the one time the, pre the press actually praised him for doing anything is when he actually, you know, bombed... What was that dude? Gaddafi? The guy that he uh, drone striked? Which... Upon further research, that guy was evil as fuck, so I mean, cheers to him being dead, but that, that's, it's, uh, that was the one time I saw the news media say, oh, he's starting to act like a president, what, because he's actually killing people? That's not cool. One of the coolest instances, and don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to sit here and spend the rest of this episode blowing smoke up Trump's ass, because that's not what this is about. There's plenty of things that Trump did and how he acted that just pissed me off. I mean, especially, like, after it was all said and done, like, with the election. He kept on it afterwards about how it was stolen from him and all this shit. Like, it's like, dude, whether you think it was stolen or not, unless you want the country to split in half, shut the fuck up. You know? It's like, if you really want the country to rip in half, keep talking. Because that's what's going to end up happening. You know, there's people that are going to have their opinions of shit. Like that whole election, there were so many aspects of it that were just, they just seemed shady as fuck. And that's fine. Why don't we sit there and instead of bitching about it, why doesn't everybody in those specific areas work to make the next elections even more safe so that it's more transparent so that we know no, no bad shit's going on? You know, makes it simple. I think that'd make it really simple. So, and some states did do that. Don't get me wrong. Some states did do that. But it's like, people are, people are going to sit there and bitch and whine and complain and cry. And, and they're going to have their fucking opinions. Just don't throw more gasoline on the fucking fire, you dumb shit. Oh, it's like, I don't know. Either way, he... Uh, one of the best moments of uh, his presidency is when he walked across uh, from South Korea to North Korea to shake Kim Jong-un's hand uh, without any security guards. <laughs> like, they could have snatched his ass up and ran off with him and started a big-ass firefight, and then North Korea would have the president of the United States as a captive. You know? Obviously, that was probably not going to happen because it was one of... Kim Jong-un was probably so fucking happy that somebody was acknowledging his existence. Like, he's like a big-ass fucking child over in the corner, like, screaming and crying because like, nobody's paying attention to him. And then Trump's like, yeah, 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 well, I'll come talk to you. And he's, like, so fucking excited, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I don't think that would have been a thing anyway, but the whole fact that it was a possibility, I mean... North Korea gets a lot of supplementation from uh, China. So, shit, the Chinese could have heard about that meeting and sent agents over and been like, fuck it, we're going to take him. It could have just not just been him. It could have been somebody else. You know, but people missed that. Like, Trump literally risked his life to try to say, hey, hey, I want things to be peaceful. I want to I be cool. You know, can we just all hold hands and get along? I mean, it, <coughs> people forget that's the liberal in him. 
sing, hold hands, sing kumbaya, and you just get along. Especially when it's somebody that, uh, by all rights, you should, you know, be against wholeheartedly. Um, but, you know, either way, I don't think the ministry of the truth is going to be that bad. I think it's just it's going to try to overstretch its bounds. The lady that's in charge of it is a fucking joke. That, uh, like, I guess you everything in, during the uh, election season for 2020 or 2019, 2020 that was coming out that the media was saying was misinformation. She was agreeing with and saying it was misinformation, and then it came out later that it wasn't. And so, I mean, I don't really trust her to actually you know, discern what's reality or not. So I think it's going to be one of those things where that, that department's going to overstep. Uh, they're going to try and enforce something, especially on Musk. And then, um, <clears throat> yeah, <coughs> Musk is going to be like, oh, Supreme Court, and it'll be done. You know, I don't, I don't foresee it being a big deal. So please, for God's sakes, if, any, anybody, if you're one of these that are freaking out majorly about it, there are your parameters. That if, I, if if uh, the Democrats hold the House and the Senate this election season, and something quote unquote happens to a couple members of the Supreme Court and they elect Democrats to the Supreme Court, if they do that, then then we can start freaking out like I've seen online, because right now this is not. Uh, I mean, yes, you can freak out on principle of it. Obviously, because you can tell the Democrats be like, dude, this is literally what like North Korea and China does. This is not something the government should be dipping their fingers into. You know, not at all. Leave it the fuck alone. You know, the Democrats were so, so fine with uh, keeping their hands off of the shit forever, and just saying, no, 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 we don't want, we don't want to touch it. And it was to their benefit because, you know, all of the people on big tech were on their side anyway. Now they feel they feel like oh shit maybe they won't be so now they have to now they have to speak up and be like well well what we had said was because here's the thing too you also have to remember this ministry of truth isn't just going to exist while Biden's in office you know unless there's a major turnaround Biden's not going to be in office in 2024 there's going to be somebody new in there on the Republican side you know so at that point. If someone's in there on the Republican side, uh, they can just use the Ministry of Truth, too. They can appoint a new head to it, someone that's Republican, and it can be just as bad on the other side. You know? A lot of people don't realize that when they're like, yeah, 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 we need the government to regulate this. They regulate it your way this time, but the next time it probably ain't going to be the case. It's like people don't people don't get that shit. They don't understand that you know power flows both ways in this country. It, it's it's really strange because this country, like as much as people hate how it operates, uh, if you look at the government on a generational level, it works really well. You know bureaucracies and everything attached because what it does is it slowly progresses society into being able to uh, be happy and be healthy and out of poverty and all that shit uh, at a good good rate that isn't too fast because some changes are going to be ones that you just have to wait for people to die to enact because some people are just like the whole 
you know, slavery thing and the, and the racism afterwards and the Jim Crow shit. Because you notice as, as older people grow old and die, there's less and less racism actually in the country. You know, that's why like the messaging from the Democrats has been, you know, they flipped it. They changed it to where, well, you know, yeah, we're all racist now. All white people are racist now because, you know, that's the only way they can actually keep racism alive in the country is if they reason a way that all of them, everybody's racist in some way, shape, shape, or form, you know? It's like, like four black people a year get shot and killed and across the country because of uh, police stops out of, like, you know, 100 or 300 million interactions. But, you know, those three people... Although it's horrible, those three people is a genocide. That's how they explode everything and fluff everything up. It's like, you got to be realistic here. There's going to be miscommunication. There's going to be fuck-ups. You just have to not let it go, but try to work from the back, underneath the hood to try to make it better. Oh, shit, I went on another tangent, didn't I? This is why I shouldn't record at 1 o'clock in the morning. Anyway, I am almost to my truck yard, so I'm going to hop off here. Y'all have a good day. Thanks for listening to my rant. If you like what, I was, like what I'm doing, uh, like, follow, all that good stuff. Whatever platform you're listening on. Because I know that Anchor throws it out to like six different platforms. Um, if you have any questions, comments stuff like that, anything you want to add, or a different perspective I didn't hear, because I'm open to hearing different perspectives, I don't care, you know, I really don't, I'd, I'd, I'd rather, like, if I missed something, or didn't know about something, or didn't think about something from a certain angle, I would love, I love getting corrected, because if I get corrected, then I'm a better human being, you know, or, you know, if it's just a different perspective, maybe not the right, maybe... It's a different way to look at it, not the exact same thing. I don't know. Hmm. But drop me a line. My email address is in the description of the uh, podcast. Not the episode of the podcast. I always messed that one up. I try to Should probably just automatically put it in the description of the episodes, but I can't set that up through Anchor. But y'all have a good day. Be excellent to each other. Move, motherfuckers. Whoop.